This is the Mix New Music Club podcast, backstage at Lala, on today's Variety, 101.9 The Mix. It's McCabe and Jenny. We are backstage at Lollapalooza 2023 and now joined by singer-songwriter out of Bakersfield, Junior Mesa. What's going on? How are you? Hello, everybody. (laughs) I'm good. This is Lollapalooza number one for you. Number one done. How, Mm -hmm. How was your first experience on stage? It was great. I mean, the crowd was fun. It's hot as it's hot as hell out here, but <laughs> I'm I'm honestly kind of like a not too social like I'm not really like a social person. So being around this many people kind of anxiety inducing. Would you do you normally prefer like a, a show in inside a venue as opposed to a festival because of that? Um, I don't know. I think honestly, I think I just have like sort of like social anxiety, so it can be overwhelming, it can oh, be yeah. overstimulating for sure. But like, honestly, I, I I'm kind of used to it, so. I found I've found coping mechanisms like going to the bathroom. If you, if you need to be alone, say you need to go to the bathroom. You can lock the door, and you can you have a moment or a couple moments for yourself. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> well, it is your first Lala, but not your first time in Chicago. You mentioned that you actually have a ton of friends here. What was something you were looking forward to doing while being in Chicago? Um, honestly, just I usually when I come through Chicago, it's like on tour. Um, so it, we're only here for a day. Wow. And so getting to be here like for about a week is really cool because you get to see a little bit more. And I mean, we're only like the most we're doing. We're doing two shows tomorrow. So, I mean, we, we still have the morning and the, and the evening through the night to mm-hmm. explore and do whatever we want to do. So I'm excited that this time I get to actually take my time and see what the city's about. But we're glad you're here. But, I mean, you have been uh, making music for a good while, like writing and producing music. And, you know, you're from Bakersfield, California, which another band, I'm pretty sure Korn is from Bakersfield as they well. sure are. <laughs> like, they sure are. Growing up, I mean, was were you just always in music? Did Was it influenced by parents, you know? And, and where were you, like, performing around Bakersfield? Because it is kind of a smaller town, you know, outside of Los Angeles and stuff. Yeah, the interesting thing about Bakersfield is that we, for whatever reason, like our city itself doesn't represent corn, but they represent old, an older artist named Buck Owens, uh, who's a country artist who's great, has great music. Okay. It was like they have the they have Buck Owens Crystal Palace, which he owned, but now he's dead. So somebody else, I'm sure has. They don't have a corn. They don't have a corn Crystal Palace. No, and they have like Buck Owens Boulevard, and like I don't, I think that's the name of the street, but they have like all these like country music like um, uh, memorabilia and statues and all these things but none about corn and corn is like one of, one like of the, the biggest, biggest bands yeah, on the planet yeah, you would like think like name some of the streets after their songs yeah. you know but funny thing about corn too is i used to work at albertson's um over there in bakersfield and i'd work the night shift and every night jonathan davis the lead singer of corn would come in and he would have me bag his groceries but he had he had me bag them in a very particular way so he wanted everything to have its own bag so if it's Gatorade, Gatorade gets its own bag. If it's meat, <laughs> meat gets its own bag. If it's eggs, eggs get their own bread, oh get their own gosh. bag. It was a lot of fucking bags. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he, the weird little weird little thing he was into, I don't know. Was this, like, around shoots and ladders, corn? Was this, like, when they were first starting out? Or they had made it big at that point? You're like, I want my groceries a certain way. I've, I've, only, uh, I've only ever listened to the hits. Okay. I, 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 was ni- I was 18, so about five years ago, seven, six years ago. I don't know. I was going to ask, what music did you listen to growing up? Like, what kind of music were you into? And did that influence your style of music now? Corn. Um, oh, the, the music I was into. Um, it was weird. I didn't get into music till much later. Like, I mean, I was into music when I was young, but for the most part, I was listening to, like, dubstep and, like, uh, mainstream pop. 
And like Mac Miller back then, oh, like yeah, like, you, like he he released that song Donald Trump. Yeah, you remember that? Song? <laughs> yeah, yeah like I the do. old Mac Miller. I was listening to that. But then like when I really got into music was pro- I was probably like sixteen or seventeen, and it was a lot of just like seventies music and soul records. Okay. Sly and the Family Stone, The Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, nice. and then Nirvana and you know like the other stuff like you listen to when you're first learning guitar. <laughs> Well, if we, we missed you today because we've been back here, but tomorrow you're also performing on the Tito stage as well? Yeah, Tito stage 12, 12 okay. p.m. What can people expect from your show when you're out there on stage? Like, is it high energy? Is it more chill? It's, it's I would say it's moderately high energy, um, and it's pretty, like, spontaneous. Like, I would say every show, you really don't know what, what you're going to get. Have you ever witnessed anything crazy, like, while you've been on tour in the crowd? You're like, oh my gosh! In the crowd. <laughs> yeah, like, have they shown any crazy signs um, that you've read? Doing from things the stage? they're not supposed to. <laughs> Actually, today. I see you have friendship bracelets on. Did someone yeah. throw this to you? Yeah, somebody. There's these. There's there's a, a man and there's a lady and the lady gave me this one. Sexy AF. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I don't know. And then the guy across. He was across the whole like venue he was kind of like winking at me and doing, i mean that was a little that was a little interesting okay. all right so it sounds like there's a lot going on in the crowd <laughs> yeah i love it but well, i left right I'm, I'm, i was like oh no i'm leaving <laughs> i need to go friendship bracelet is enough yeah. <laughs> well we do have this box that's here. right okay this is the uh, box of possibly unfortunate questions okay, mm-hmm. okay we don't know uh, what's in the it the most unfortunate one uh-huh. yeah we, so we, we are gonna to draw gonna one draw Very one or long. two and let's right. see what we get here okay. what is the question gonna be <laughs> Uh-oh. Hopefully unfortunate. Okay. Peeing in the pool, for or against? <laughs> um, it's a very hard-hitting question that everyone wants to know. I'm going to say if everybody's doing it, you might as well pee in the pool. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. I would say we should, we need to be more honest about it. Like, because everybody, you know like, are doing before it. you jump in the pool, everyone's like, no, I didn't pee in the pool. I didn't pee in the pool. <laughs> as soon as you get in the pool... Everybody's peeing in the pool and, and you're having a conversation. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody knows. You just feel All like of a sudden, a the water warmer. gets a yeah. little warm. Even while you're talking to someone, they're probably peeing in the pool. Exactly. But they're having a conversation with if you. If people were more honest about it, like I think it could be like, yeah, today this is this is a pool party and peeing is allowed, or peeing is not allowed. You know. And, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I get another one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's one do one more. more. All right. Oh, one more. Two two unfortunate questions. Let's see. Yeah. What is your favorite song to perform on tour? Okay, you actually got a good question. All right. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> uh, probably the, a newer acoustic song called Caroline. Uh, Caroline. Can you tell us about Caroline? Yeah. I think I just burped really loud into the mic. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. Um, it's, it was just about a relationship I was in, and it was, it was an interesting relationship. Just I had never been through something as kind of like dra- prolonged and kind of complicated and I don't know. It was an interesting dynamic for a while, and yeah, it's I, and it's just a song that I I enjoy listening to. It's like one of the first times I've made a song that I like. I don't, if that makes sense. Yeah, a lot of people make music about but they, that, that yeah. you don't like. Yeah, or yeah, you That's don't like. Crazy to think yeah. about too. Is it like therapeutic in a way to write a song like that for yourself? Yeah, I think all last year was really just. It was my first time in my life when I was really just like, I'm gonna use this as a tool to vent. Because I don't really go to therapy. I just started going to therapy, like, two weeks ago. So, like, I might as well have... If I can't talk to anybody, I might as well... I guess I'm talking to everybody. That, that, <laughs> you are. I, you when I'm making a song. Two weeks right before yeah. Yeah, Lollapalooza, you're going to talk to a lot of people. Yeah. 
And wow. are you going to perform Caroline tomorrow when you're on the Tito stage? Yeah, definitely. Love it. Well, we're looking forward to it. Uh, Junior Mesa, thank you so much for taking thank the time. You. Thanks, Thanks for having me, With 101.9 The Mix backstage at Lollapalooza. This is the Mixed New Music Club podcast. For more backstage at Lala, subscribe to the Mixed New Music Club podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's variety, 101.9 The Mix.